0: If you all will remain standing with me this morning and have your bibles handy or your bible apps ready um and go ahead and turn to colossians chapter 3 verses 12 through 15 and um i know it might be kind of difficult as you're standing but have your journals ready as well or your notes on your phone um and just write down anything that might stand out specifically to you we are going to use the same scripture verses throughout this entire series um so each week, it might speak something a little bit differently into your hearts. So, again, that's Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15, if you all will read along with me. The Bible says Since God chose you to be the holy people that he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Jesus Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. May God have his blessings for this is his word.
1: God, today we are grateful to be in your house finally. And we are grateful to be in your presence continually. And today, in this place and from this place all the way to where we are reaching around the world, we Still declare that there is a name above every name, that there is a name above every disease, that there is a name above every hurt and every pain and everything that stands in the way of truth and love. And that name is Jesus. And it is that name that gives us hope. It is that name that gives us a future. It is that name that gives us strength when we cannot get up. And it is that name that gives us joy when everything else tells us to live and stay in anxiety and depression and so it is in that name today that we gather and it is in that name that we pray knowing that all things have to be done in your name on earth as they are in heaven and so today may we live in such a way that we are bringing the kingdom of heaven in reality on earth do a work in our hearts, do a work in our minds today, we open ourselves to you I would say we welcome your presence, but the truth is that you're welcoming ours because you were here before we ever got up this morning. And so God, have your way. Do what only you can do in Jesus' name. Amen. Do me a favor, air half five, three more people before you sit down. If you're online, tell us where you're watching from. We want to know so that we we can partner with you. And then if you're standing at home, you can sit down. Or if you're driving, remain seated. I'm excited today that we're kicking off a new series. This is the best sermon series title we've ever had. The title is un That excites me. I'm excited about it. And uh, it's a really great series. You're going to love it. And we're having so much fun putting it together and uh, walking through it. And, and the title today, I need you to do me a favor. I, I need you to... to, to announce my title to the people you brought with you today, and it's okay. You can touch them. You brought them with you, and so it, I, I need you to look at that person next to you at home. Look at someone next to you, and, and I need you to, to tell them, say, put some clothes on. Put some clothes on. I have another title that I chose not to use, um, and you'll see why. So look at the other person near you and be like, hey, second choice. No, that's not the title. Like, that's the person. Yeah, second choice. Hey, second choice, um, boxers or briefs? You have to say it. You have to say the alternative title. You can use whichever one you want to. I'm not going to make you write it down. But you can pick one and write it down. I feel like in-house got a little offended by that. So online, I can't see you. I trust that you're not offended by that. We had fun with that at 8.30 a.m. experience with those that were half asleep. So, But put some clothes on. That's the title today. And in and, and the scripture verse, again, like, like, Corinne, like Corinne said when she, when she gave the scripture to you today and you read it together, that it's the same every, every single week of this series. The, the scripture is Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 to 15, but we're going to do something a little bit different with it. I want you to memorize it, and that's our challenge. But it's okay, we're going to bite it off in bite-sized pieces, okay? So today we're going to talk about just verse 12, and, and we're going to memorize that this week. So that's your goal this week. You need help? Write that down. Memorize Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 well. And it it goes something like something similar around about this. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Is that right? I get that right and nailed it? Boom. Practiced at 830. So... That's the scripture. That's what we're going to talk about today. And what's interesting about this is I feel like, and as we talk about these things, we're going to talk about them sequentially as they go down in the verses. So today we're starting with 12, next week we'll go to 13, and, and so on. I think that when the author wrote these, and if, you, if, if we assume that author is Paul, and it is Paul, he names himself, but as he's writing this, and he's writing this to a church in, in a town called Colossae. And he's, and he's writing to this church that exists there, and he's giving them these instructions. When you take this little paragraph apart, it almost seems as if he works the content inside out, which is why the secondary title makes a lot of sense. Because it's almost as if he talks about, and again, here's this sequential order we're going to talk about things in. Today we're talking about verse 12, and it's these, these character traits of, of tender heart and mercy, kindness humility, gentleness, and patience, as if those are the character qualities that start from the inside, and then it's it's like clothing, the base layer, that's the base layer, that's the undies, okay, that's your undergarments, it's as if he starts there and says, then there's this secondary layer that once you have those character quality traits, then All of a sudden, the next week, remember, it says forgive. We're talking about forgiveness next week. Now, I promise you, if there's a week you don't want to miss, it's next week. All of them are great. Next week is fantastic because it's going to take everything you think you know about forgiveness and flip it on its head. It will help you so much. It's helped me so much just studying it and diving into it and building the content. And and I really feel like that God has spoken to me, and I want to give that to you next week. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be really hard not to preach that today. But forgiveness, and then it goes from forgiveness to love. As if that middle layer, you know, is there, but then there's that outer garment that everybody sees. Almost as if to say, anybody that comes in contact with you, the first thing they should think, the first thing they should see is that outer garment of love. That that should be what they first come in contact with. And and then, you know, how God always does, God's like a sneakerhead. So that last part of that verse is, is, and be thankful. And I think that's the shoes. You know, if I had to pick, that's what I would choose is, thankfulness, the gratitude, that's the kicks. The reason it's the kicks is because it's because you are to walk in gratitude. And when you walk in gratitude, the byproduct of that is love. Because I'm just grateful to be here, so I can't help but just love you. Because were it not for God, then I wouldn't even be willing to be here. If it weren't for God, I don't deserve to stand here, but I've got this outer garment of love because of him, and I'm just grateful, so therefore you can have the same forgiveness that I got, which is that next layer. Now that I'm in love, I have that layer of forgiveness, and when I have forgiveness, it's only because I have the character qualities that we're going to talk about today. You see how that works? And that's why it's strategic, Unnaked, Clothe yourselves, he continually says in this passage. And so that's where we get the sermon series title from and where we get the title from for today. But I want to tell you, and, and I want to explain to you a little bit about why we are structuring things the way that we are, just for a quick second. And that is, you'll notice that the experience times change. And those that don't know, well, they'll be here long after we're gone. So <laughs> they'll figure it out real quick. But we are at eight thirty and 10. The reason we did that is, remember when we, um, remember when we added a third experience and it was at 6 p.m.? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yes, is the response we're getting from the team. And the reason we're getting that from the team is because they know that was a long butt day. That was long. It was 90-minute experiences, and it went all morning. And then some of you guys drive over an hour to get here, and you're like, do I go home because then I got to turn around and come back? Do I eat? Can't afford to eat down here. What in the world do we do? Do we pack a lunch? And it's just, you don't know. And so we, it just it was, it, was, it was a lot of work for the team, and it was worth it for the season that we did it in. But, but now we wisened up, and, and we geared our experiences earlier so that we are planning on and, and expecting a, a, a radical move of God through our church. Better, better part of us is still ahead of us. We believe that. And we just believe God is going to use this time in order to expand everything that we do. And so we've already planned. We're putting in these two slots so that we can add another third one in the morning when you guys keep packing it out and bringing people in to 8.30, 10 and 11.30. And, then we're, st- and, and we're still going to get out earlier than we got out when there were only two experiences because they're only 60-minute experiences now. You are welcome. And we changed the format up a little bit to where uh, it's it's more interactive, as we talked about earlier and Shane talked about. Shane's one of our kids' leaders. A lot of you, you may not know who Shane was. If you watched last week online, you know who Shane is, but Shane is one of our kids' leaders who's helping us out because kids is not fully open yet. Our kids' environments are closed right now, and so because of that, we're repurposing some of our kids' leaders to, to use their gifts and leverage them to speak into your lives. And hopefully, if your kids are watching at home, they they will definitely know who Shane is. And so... Uh, It's a way for them to have a facial interaction as well. But notice that the segments go back and forth because y'all get bored so easy. And so we're going back and forth and in and out, and you can write things down. Really, honestly, grab a journal, bring a journal, bring some paper, grab some paper, write stuff down. It becomes interactive. And what you will find is, and this is is why we did it, I I struggled, and I was like, the world is changing. It's never going to look the same. My yoga instructor said that yesterday, didn't we? She said, I just don't know that things are ever going to go back to normal. And it's true. And I, and I thought this, and I said "I said that the world is changing, but the church acts like every, the church is going to go back to exactly the church as a whole. It's going to do the same thing it always did. We're all going to gather. How many people can we fit in the building? We're going to sing, and we're going to preach, and we're going to go home and wait till next week. And, and now the difference is, for a lot of churches, we're just going to do it online. And and the truth of the matter is, we were thinking, if the world changes and they're never going to be the same, and we stay and operate the same that we were operating, the how of how we operate our operations in the way that the world used to be, and and, and now everything is different, we will now be outdated, not the message, but how we do things. And now we become irrelevant because of our own unwillingness to change, because we like the way things work. I liked the way things were. I liked to preach for 90 minutes, or however long I was preaching, a long time. And so I, 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 we restructured it and did it this way and all this stuff, and, and now uh, we did it so that when during the week the same format that we're using is the same format that you, when people come, it doesn't matter if they know God or don't know God, they can hear from God, write it down, and that's that same format that we're using that you can use on Monday and Tuesday to hear from God on your own. And when God speaks to you here, all of a sudden on Wednesday, when that crap happens in your life, you go back to this notebook and be like, oh, my gosh, this is why God spoke this to me. It didn't make sense until this moment, and this is what he said. And it's going to carry you through, and you can can journal and track your faith journey with God and grow in it. And one day, when you feel like everything's against you, you're going to look back at these prayers that we do at the end, and you're going to be like, oh, man, God answered this prayer and this prayer and this prayer and this prayer. And it's this one prayer that, he's, that he doesn't seem to be answering for me, but look at what he did. And if he did it then, he'll do it again, so I'm going to keep praying. And it gives you that, that faith. It gives you that encouragement to keep going. So that's why we restructured it and, and teaching people tangibly how to, how to have a relationship with God and also to allow for interactive experiences and allow God to speak directly to you without having to go through anything that he has to say through me. Now he, it's just direct, and so we believe that's what he does, and so that's how we wanted to gear the experience. So that's why things are the way they are. And, and, and we're excited about what will happen with, with the church moving forward and all these things like that. Today, as we're talking about this, I only got one point, one sentence. I want you to get out of it, but I need you to understand it starts off, the very, it starts off like this. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, since God chose you, to be the holy people he loves. It's not assuming you're holy. It's not assuming you're ever gonna be holy. It's assuming that because God chose you and God loves you, that now you have the ability to be, that word holy means set apart. In other words, you're gonna have these character qualities at your core, which by default, when you are full of compassion and you are full of humility and gentleness and patience and kindness and tenderhearted mercy, it sets you apart already from the way everybody else works and the way everybody else is, because now you have the character of Jesus living in you. And so since God chose you, and he chose all of you, to be these people, because he loves you, clothe yourselves, take some work, put on some clothes, brother, sister, don't run around naked, clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy. This is the undergarments, the base layer, the character that you need on the inside, tenderhearted mercy kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. And and when you have those things, there's something I want you to learn, and those are character qualities. I want you to write those down. I want you to see them throughout the week. There's something else I want you to get in one statement I'm going to make, and y'all are going to be so happy that I only get to preach 15 minutes now. That's good. And it means I get right to the core of things, and it means I don't give you too much in too little amount of time. Watch this. There's one thing I want you to get, and it's in reverse, and I want to show it to you the way, that I, the way that I think that God wants us to have it today. Healthy people heal people, and hurting people hurt people. Now, if you're a, a liturgist, if, you are, um, if you're a literarian, I like to think of myself as, uh, as a grammar king, which is not true, but I like to think of myself that way. It makes me feel better that technically in delivering something when you're writing or when you're speaking, you should do it the opposite of what I just gave it to you. You should say hurting people hurt people, but healthy people heal people. And the reason you should say it opposite is because what you want people to do and who you want people to become, you first give them who they probably are, and then you push them to who you you know they are called to become. And it gives you that encouragement at the end. The reason that I flip-flopped it on you today is because I feel like, and I want you to get that and I want you to get there and you can write it down any way you want to write it down and get there and reflect on it and pray about it. But I want you to understand it in reverse because here's what I feel like due to COVID. You can write this down too. COVID sucks. That's a good message from God today. (laughs) Because we have become, and I've talked to you about sorting before, where we all get into our own little like-mindedness groups. I'm like you, you're like me, so we get together, and we hate thee. You understand? I'm like you, and you're like me, so let's get together, and we'll hate thee. Because we want to hate everybody else who's not like us, or we think, we assume what everybody else thinks about us. And here's the problem, is... When we do that, it's so easy in this time because we're all interacting online. And so, if things blow up rather quickly and when they blow up rather quickly, we are looking and seeing all these things and we get offended and we offend others so easily. If you've never seen, let me put it this way, the world has never seen more offense than it is experiencing right now. At least our world, our country. We've never seen more divisiveness. We've never seen more segregation in every way, shape, or form than we've seen now. Everything's separated. Everything is me versus you and you versus me. And it doesn't matter who it is. It could be the modern or the progressives versus the traditionalists. It could be this church versus that church or this denomination versus that denomination. It could be this color versus that color and that color. It could be People like this and people like that. The left and the right. All the whatever, everybody. And it was this profession versus that profession. It's the craziest thing. Y'all need to go back to work. And y'all stop acting like this. Or stay offline or something. But you know what I found out? Hurting people hurt people. Healthy people heal people. And I want you to realize it's okay to be hurt. But understand that if someone hurt you, it's because hurting people hurt people, that's what they do. And when you have the character of tender heart and mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, you develop those character strengths as your base layer. That's where it starts. All of a sudden, when you begin to see that hurting people hurt people, you know are no longer bitter at that person because you're not called to be bitter you're called to get better the only difference is the letter I because you're now in the center and when you're at the center you'll always be bitter and, and we we have this response now that we can give when we understand that hurting people hurt people we've been hurt that comes from tender mercy on that person it comes from humility and kindness Comes from patience, gentleness. And it's like Jesus living in the flesh, now living through you. And that's what we're to clothe ourselves with as a base layer, as the inside, the thing that's closest to you. The tidy whities of the faith. You can write that down. That's what they are. You'll never forget this because of that. Those things should be closest to you. And and when they are, this is how we respond. But also understand that you're called to be a healthy person and healthy people heal people. See, not only do you get hurt, but you need to understand that if you're constantly hurting people, you're hurting. And if you're constantly getting hurt, more likely than not you're hurting and so those are the lenses that you are wearing to view everything that everyone says that might not even be about you but you think it's to you and you think that they're talking about you because you're wearing hurting lenses because you are a hurting person and when you are hurting you don't just hurt others you're constantly receiving hurt because no matter what comes at you, that's what you turn it into because that's the lens you're viewing it through. And that going help your marriage so much right there? Good night. That'll help any relationship you're in. You thought your boss hated you. No, you just hurt. Maybe they're hurting. That'll help your parenting. If you're a kid, that'll help you know your parents don't hate you. They don't. They're not trying to hurt you. And when you see this, you got to understand that hurting places in your life are vulnerable for hurt. Because not only do you internalize hurt, you also, that is, you don't just internalize it, but that's what you project onto others. But when you are healthy, and you take on these character traits that Christ has called us to and is when he lives in us, those things, Healthy. And when you're healthy in those areas, those areas that you're healthy in, you now begin to heal people. When people come in contact with anything I say, or anything I do or who I am, I pray to God that they are healed and not hurt. But that's not the way my life works. I have hurt people deeply, and those closest to you are most prone for the deepest hurt from you. Because you own a lot of real estate in their life, and they do. But that's also where the greatest healing can come in. When we become healthy in those areas. And often when people come in contact with our church, that they experience healing. I think that's why a lot of you are here. and Why you're watching online is because there's some form of healing that you experience where otherwise you have experienced hurt. But here's the deal. All of this is well and all of this is good. And we can keep it in theory. And I can say to you, hey, go out, and I want you to practice this this week. But that's not what we do anymore. I want you to put it into practice before you walk out of here. And so what I need you to do is make sure you've got something to take a note in, because you're gonna need to remember what you're writing down, whether it's your phone, or whatever, write it down, and then we're gonna walk through it. It's a guided prayer, so I'm gonna lead you in prayer. You're gonna do it right there, just you. And you can do it verbally when i lead you through it in a minute, or you can do it just inside of you at home. Do it however you want to do it. And, and, and when, we, when we do it, but I need you to write it down so you can remember what you're going to say when we go through it so you don't get lost. And So when you track these and journal these, it'll help you so much. And the first thing I want you to do is how we start all of our prayers. I want you to write down three things you're grateful for. I'm grateful for these three things. Three things you're grateful for. It could be people, it can be something, whatever it is, three things you're grateful for. Just You can title it Gratitude. Three things you're grateful for, three things, one, two, three. And once you get those three things down, I want you to write the word practice. because This is where we're gonna put it into practice. And the first thing I want you to write down is what area of your life do you find yourself healthy in where others may find healing through this area of your life? Or you can offer healing to other people in this area of your life. And then the second thing I want you to write down is what area of your life are you hurting in? Or do you get hurt in most frequently? Or do you hurt others in most frequently? What's that area? What area in my life can be described as hurting? And then the last one, this one's a little more personal, a little more painful, but what, who or what area have you recently that you're still hanging on to that you've been hurt by someone? And what is that? What is that 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 you've been hurt by someone in this area of your life? It gets real sticky when you put this stuff into practice, doesn't it? Where have I been? Who have I been hurt by, or what have I been hurt by? And then, and then underneath of that, write prayer, and on the on, and I want you to write down three things or three people you can be praying for. This is not a time that we're going to pray about your specific needs for you. I don't want you to write down, you know, God do this in my life or heal me of this. Hopefully you've shared that with someone else so you're not carrying that burden alone and they can pray for you. But in this time, I want it to be someone, you're praying for somebody else. I just think that for our purposes, and I'm not against praying for yourself or anything like that, don't take that from this. But what I do believe is that is that we should always think of others, Scripture says, better than ourselves. That we should think of others before ourselves. That that I think that, I just think that from reading Scripture and seeing what Jesus says about prayer, that when we pray for others, God already knows the needs that we have and he meets them when we bring others to him. It doesn't mean I don't have needs. It doesn't mean that God doesn't want to have, fulfill my needs or meet my needs or that I don't ask him about my needs. So it just means that I'm more concerned about others than I am. So we're intentional about that during this thing. Three people or three things that you, that you, needs that you want to take to God. And I'm going to walk you through this and this is where you can pray this out loud and we're going to pray it together and everybody will, Doodle it differently. Some will do it quietly. Some will do it verbally. But we're going to pray this together right there where you are and you're going to take your notes and use them. And, and so in, today as we pray, God, we are first and foremost grateful. In fact, today we're grateful for this first thing. And here's why we're grateful for it. Now just go ahead and tell him. Secondly, God, we're grateful for this. And here's why. We're also grateful for this. we thankful. Here's why. And God, this is an area of our life where we are healthy. Thank you that we're healthy in this area. We know that, our, that this well-being only comes from you. And we pray that we can become healing to other people through this area. Use us in this area that you've already reconciled. So may we reconcile others in this area and make them whole as you've made us whole here. But there's also this specific area that you mentioned to us today or that you spoke into our hearts today that we're hurting you. May we begin to experience healing in this area. We give this area of our life to you and may your will be done in it as it is in heaven we've been hurt by this person or this thing in this area of our life. And so may we take on the character qualities that we talked about today in order to release forgiveness in this area and provide healing in this area. Help us to see them with tender heart and mercy, with gentleness, humility, kindness, patience and God here's three needs that we want to pray for today and just go ahead and name those three needs or those three people and God may your will be done in each one of these needs and we pray this in Jesus name if you would stand with me I'll close this out in prayer today God, today as we are so thankful again to be here and to just be together, we're thankful for a message that goes out all across the world. And we're grateful for the generosity of our fresh family to enable that, to allow us to be able to fund the message that you've entrusted to us to go way further than just this room just this city or just this country but all around the world. God, we're grateful for the influence that you have entrusted to us. We're thankful that you have set us free. We're thankful that you call us to be better. And that you give us hope for a better time. That we don't have to live in the same shame and guilt that we have lived in. That we don't have to continue in the failure that we face. Even in particular areas or specific areas of our lives, but that we can always progress. And we thank you that you don't require perfection. we want to live in such a way that when people walk into our lives or step into our lives or bump into our lives, that they find healing and not hurt. That they'll become whole because you've made us whole. We want to make every place we go and every person we're with better because we're there. We can make a difference even here, even now, even today when your character shines through ours. And so we're grateful and we're thankful and we're indebted. We pray that our lives will count for something greater, more than what's just here. And we believe the best is yet to come in our lives and our families. We believe the best is still in front of us as a church, that you have a greater mission, that you want to get through us to the tens of thousands of people in this area that just need your joy and need your hope and need your peace. And we believe you want to do so much more than we could ever imagine through us. But we also believe the best is yet to come for our whole world because of what you want to do. So today, may you make our faith reality. May it start today and may it start in this room and may it start on this stream, wherever we are watching this, and when we are watching it, may it start in this moment. It may the change start in our lives today. And when it does, may it trickle through our lives into our families and from our families into our area and from our area into all the surrounding places until it eventually infects the whole world, that we may be the source of love, because you are our source. And so today, God, thank you for speaking into our hearts. And may the peace of God that passes all understanding that doesn't even make sense in the middle of chaos, may it rule our hearts and our minds, give us clarity. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Happy Sunday, y'all. I love you. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for watching online. God bless you. Happy Sunday.